Hey, 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 legends, Fraser Brooks here with episode 192 of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And hey, a little side note, if you're thinking, hmm, he sounds uh, different, he sounds a little bit tired, it's super, super early in the morning here. Uh, I've literally just woke up, rolled out of bed, and I'm doing this podcast right now because I've got a crazy, crazy busy day uh, ahead of me, uh, so I didn't want to miss out on getting this podcast done because you guys know we do an episode at least once a week, soon to be two, three, four, five times a week as well because we get so many requests of people saying, please do more, do more, do more, so we're uh, we're doing our best to make sure that happens. So before I do get started, I just want to say a massive thank you to each and every single one of you who do support the show. If you would like to support the show and help me and let me know that you care, please give this podcast a share. All you got to do is take a screenshot of what's on your device right now, post that onto your Instagram stories, make sure you tag me at Fraser Brooks Online. Everyone who tags me, I will respond to you on Instagram with some, you know, encouragement or, you know, uh, like you know, cheering you on or whatever it might be, right? And if you're new, please make sure that you you let me know that you're new. This is one of your first episodes as well, and then we can obviously get to know each other and we can connect a little bit further. All right, so here we go. Uh, I'm going to get into today's topic. I'm going to talk all, I'm going to talk to you all about the three things that me and Svetlana, we, we do that's really kind of, I would say, solidified not just our relationship, but our, our business, our future, uh, and our energy levels as well. And I think it's so, so, so important uh, that you pay very, very close attention to, to what I'm about to share with you because it's had a massive impact on our lives since we kind of established this rule. But before I do that, I did say last week um, that I started a 90-day run with my uh, with my kind of fitness uh, fitness and health kicks, the goal is to get uh, is to feel healthier. You know, I don't mind if I don't look as good. I, I just I want to feel healthier. And uh, right now, right today is day seven. Hence why I'm up a little bit earlier because I've got to do loads of different stuff in the gym and stuff. Um, but yeah, I feel great. I've done six days in the, in a row in the gym. I've eaten cleanly for six days. I'll be honest though, uh, I didn't want to go to the gym or eat well two of those days right uh but i did it anyway and it's because i had people like you guys i thought you know i've got i've got the i've got about 15 16 layers of accountability so i just can't let people down so yeah uh, i just wanted to say thank you for those of you who reached out and giving me ideas and giving me encouragement and when you see my story posts you're like keep going it it, it kind of makes it more worthwhile it's kind of fun anyway so here we go i want you to make notes of this please 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 make notes of this step number one is build the castle or build the home we like to call it a castle because a castle, we always look at like Disney Castle, or we look at the castles in Germany, the castles in Scotland, you know, these huge castles, the Roman castles, all these different castles, they just seem so well fortified, right? So with this, is build the castle, build the business, build your income, build your investment portfolio, own a house, whatever it might be. Now, some people might say, oh yeah, but, but Grant Cardone says don't own your house that you live in. Like, each to your own, but I've always grown up around the, house, the whole idea of, you know, you get a home that you live in, you've got security, right? I, I've always kind of believed in that, to be honest. Um, and everyone I know who doesn't own a home, it's because they can't afford to own a home, and that's absolutely fine. But please don't let that, please don't let the whole kind of like, oh, you know, you should you should rent your home. Don't let that be your excuse unless that is how you want to live. Totally fine. No problem with that. But hey, rule number one, build the house. So let's talk about the business, right? Build the business. So your, your sole focus in step one should be, you know what? I've got this business. It pays me if I pay it attention. I'm going to go all in and build this business. I'm going to go all in and build this monster. Could be to 3000 Now, here's the thing, guys. 
you can get to a $3,000 a month income on your own. Like, if you think about it, let's say you have a product. And I, I, guys, I'm, I'm just using like random numbers here. But let's say you have a, let's say you have a product that is $100 and it maybe pays you $20 every time you sell it, right? And, and that doesn't matter if it's a first time buyer or a repeat buyer or whatever. To make twenty, you know, three thousand dollars divided by twenty is one hundred and fifty, right? You need one hundred and fifty people to buy your product. You can, after a few months, you could quite easily have one hundred and fifty people buying your products. Now you might be thinking right now, like, whoa, 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 how, how, how? You create content every single, every single day. You reach out to people every single day. You do whatever you can every single day. It will happen. Right, it will happen initially with the people who you know, and then it'll happen. It'll happen after that with the people who you get to know. Right, you become you become the hunter, and then you become the hunted. Okay, so getting to like three thousand dollars a month is on your own is definitely definitely doable. Now, obviously, I'm sure you can work the numbers if you have ten people in your team, twenty people in your team, hundred people in your team. But building the castle, building your income to say three, four, five thousand dollars a month. Right, that should be the goal. Now, I know if you if your if your aim and your goal is to only make three, four, five hundred dollars a month in your business, then to be honest with you, as much as I love having you here, I would ask yourself, why are you listening to all the content? Like, if your goal is to just make three, four, five hundred dollars a month, why are you listening to this podcast, watching YouTube videos, listening to other podcasts, attending these different events? Like, because you know what you need to do. You need to go out there and get. 10, 20 customers. That's it. You don't necessarily need to become a network marketing professional to make three, four, five hundred dollars a month. It's a part-time thing. It's a spare time thing. You could probably just make you could probably just work two, three, four hours a week to be able to get that sort of that sort of income coming in. So the reason why I say ask yourself to be honest, because you probably have the intention or you probably have something inside of you that makes you think, you know what, I kind of like this business. I kind of like the learning. I kind of like the positivity. Maybe I'm worth them. I'm worth more than three, four, five hundred dollars a month. Maybe I'm worth more than two, three, four. Maybe I'm worth more like two, three, four, five thousand dollars a month. So just get real with your intentions, and then match your intentions with with your interactions. Right? How you interact with the business. So build the house, build your income. The second level, and again, guys, it's like in your own life as well. So build a relationship. Okay, build a relationship, build your energy, buy your dream home, buy your dream car, buy that dream handbag. Whatever it is, you can relate, you can you can change the word castle to whatever it is you want. Build your business, build your energy, build your income, build your relationship, build your fitness, build your body, build your mindset. So that's the first thing. The second thing is then protect the castle. Okay, so protect the business, protect the house, protect your energy, protect your body, protect your relationships, protect your, you know, your mindset, whatever, protect your positivity, protect your your good vibes, whatever it is, once you've built it, you need to protect it. Now you can't protect something you don't already have. So it's always build the castle, then protect the castle. So let's talk about your business. Let's say you get to two, three, four thousand, five thousand dollars a month in your business. Maybe it's ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand, whatever it might be. Then you have to protect it. So how do you protect what you already have? Well, if you're at the higher incomes, or sorry, if you're at the lower incomes, then it's more about understanding that there is a lifespan to the number of customers that you have, or the amount of time that people buy the products for, right? So you need to protect yourself by getting more customers. You need to protect yourself by making it almost impossible for customers that you do have to A, leave 
or you need to make it almost like almost just normal that the customer that you do have spends more right so you protect the business with a smaller income by getting more customers by because you just understand that people you've already got are going to leave eventually Secondly, you make it harder for the customer to go elsewhere by providing more value, creating more community. And then number three, figure out how you could get the customers that you currently have to spend more money, right? Those are the three options to protect a lower income or a customer-built income. The, the other way is if, if you have like two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 a month, chances are, maybe if you're like five to six, seven thousand a month plus, chances are you have maybe three, four, five people in your organization who are responsible for bringing that income in. Maybe $1,000 a month of that comes from your own customer efforts, and then maybe the rest of it comes from those three, four, five people you've got in your organization. So how do you protect that? Now, protecting it is a long-term game, right? It's especially when you're at bigger incomes. The kind of bigger income is, the longer the game it is. But you need to really double down and focus on leadership development. Now, we have other podcast episodes talking about leadership, and we've got we've got many, many more to come. But it will take three, four, five years to turn someone who you think is a leader into your in your business into an actual leader. I was uh, I was on the beach yesterday. We went to Kite Beach in Umal Quain, which is in the in the UAE. It's about an hour's drive away from Dubai. It's really really cool, especially if you have dogs because it's super dog friendly. But I'm sat there on the beach. Uh, you know, Svetlana's there. We've got Mando with us, our dog Ta- uh, Tanya, Tatiana, who's uh, Svetlana's mum is with us as well at the moment, which is super super amazing to have her over. And we're kind of well, I'm lying there. Svetlana's in the sun. Tanya's kind of in and out the sun, and I'm in the shade, just kind of chilling out and just you know taking taking the world in. And uh, uh, you know, a guy kind of walks past Svetlana and says, "Hey, is this seat taken? The ones in front of us?" Uh, and Svetlana's like, "No, no, no. I, I think you can sit there." And he turns around and he sees me, and he goes, "Fraser." Fraser Brooks. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, a bit hesitant, like, yeah, like, ah, what's happening? And he's like, I followed you for years. I, you know, I've joined your programs years ago. Like, oh my God, like, ah, this feels weird. Like, uh." and we ended up having basically three or four hours at the beach together, chilling out. And I said to him, what's your kind of like biggest challenge right now? And he said, I don't think it's a challenge. It's because he's, he's a leader in his network marketing company. So I don't think it's a challenge. It's more about what my focus is. And it's just build leaders. And I was telling him a story about, um, you know, how, like, how, how my fa- how my dad is he's been friends with Big Al. So a lot of you guys maybe have read Big Al's books before, but he's been friends with Big Al for years and years and years. I remember Big Al coming to an event that we did. We had him over as one of the speakers, and he sat down with me and he said, like, how many leaders do you have in your business? And at the time, my business was absolutely flying. And I, I honestly, I, I my answer was I had three, four hundred people. And he kind of looked at me with a smile and was like. You don't have three or four hundred leaders. He said, if you have five leaders in your organization, you will be filthy rich. And I was like, huh? And he gave me like a list of different things that you need to look out for for a leader. And once he gave me that list, I was like, whoa, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, probably like 30, 40. <laughs> and he was like, you don't. Anyway, the point of why I'm saying this is we don't have as many leaders in our organization as we think, right? And most people will leave the business sooner than we think. Right, we don't usually have the thoughts of oh, what happens if what happens if you know Mary leaves or Bob leaves or James leaves. So, part of protecting the castle is having the mindset of, you know what, my biggest leg could quit tomorrow. What am I going to do about it? Option one, cry. Option two, complain. Option three, put more effort and energy into the people who haven't quit. Or option four, 
go and get another person. But oh yeah, but it's going to take me years to find that energy and find that bit. It doesn't matter. That's why you have to always have that mindset. So it doesn't matter. If you have two legs on your stool, it already is unstable. If you lose one of the legs, you're falling over. If you have three legs, it's fairly stable, but one goes over and you're rocking, right? You're falling over. If you've got 10 legs of a stool, if you lose three legs, you don't really care. Even if all three legs are on the same side, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect you. So part one of really protecting your castle is never stop recruiting. Like they, they say, there's this acronym called RITA. It's been around for years. And RITA is an acronym. Re- recruiting is the answer, right? Now, is it the answer to all your problems? Maybe. Right? If you recruit people and don't do anything with them, then it's probably not going to be your answer. But you need, to put, you need to put enough energy into recruiting people and then focus on the leadership development. Protecting the castle is when you leave the castle, you come home knowing that the castle's in order. When you, when you stop building the castle, when you stop adding extensions on and start adding rooms on and stop, you know, start, uh, stop doing it and refurbishing it and adding new furniture in, like what happens to the value of the castle? It keeps going up because you've focused so much. Now, again... You're going to pour into a lot of people in your network marketing business and a lot of people are going to leave and it's going to make you doubt. It's going to make you think, was that a waste of my energy? Was that a waste of my time? What's the point in pouring into these people when they're just going to quit? Guys, that's part of the business. That's part of the business. So you build the castle and then you protect the castle through, through leadership development. Now again, you identify the three, four, five people on your, on your team that you need to pour into who are going to be your leaders in the long term. You'll know when they're a leader when you go on holiday and they build the business maybe faster than they did before. Or you're sick for a week and the business is growing instead of dying. Or you're not present on the Zoom calls and they're not complaining, they're just getting on with it because they're like, you know what, we're just doing our own thing. You'll know if they're a real leader if they pour into your overall community instead of going creating their own. Right? We think, oh wow, I've got leaders on my team because they've gone and created their own team. No, no, no. The leaders in network marketing understand that they already have something available and they will either communicate if they don't believe in it, they'll either communicate if they think that they could add some value to it, or they will basically communicate and say, like, I'm just going to pour into everything you've done because I believe in you, you're my leader, you're the reason why I'm here, uh, and so on and so forth. There's so many people in network marketing who think they're leaders, but they go out there and create their own team that when they don't have to, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. The biggest leaders that I know in this network marketing game are the ones that have one, maybe two communities within their entire organization, Right? The ones that the ones that have these crazy, crazy organizations are the ones that have 37 different teams within one overall team. Now, if you're out there and you're thinking, "Wow, I I have a lot of different teams in my team," you know, a lot of the, they call themselves the boss babes and the bombshells and the team alpha and the go get it girls and all these different team names. Like, that's fine, but what are you doing to bring everyone together? on a weekly basis, not a monthly basis, not like an annual event. Like, what are you doing every week that brings everyone together? Because here's the thing, if you go on a Zoom call and there's 72 different Zoom calls going on in your organization right now, right, and you'll be thinking, that's amazing. There's 72 different things they're getting trained on. Is that a good thing? You could say so because the level of development is high, but what would you prefer? Would you prefer level of development being high? Would you prefer unity? I would prefer leadership unity right? That's going to create leadership development. And I don't think it gets talked about enough. If everyone's learning the same thing, guess what? Everyone's able to then teach the same thing. If everyone's learning different things, then guess what? People are going to want to go to different places to learn different things. Let's say there's a team, 
right, under the, under the, under the organization who just absolutely adore manifestation. And all they talk about is manifesting. They don't talk about anything else apart from the law of attraction, manifesting, and all that fun stuff, which is great. Now, what happens if you've got someone in, in the other team which is talking about sales, hardcore sales, hardcore sales, 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 and they're like, oh, it's a bit too hard for me, but I really like the idea of like manifesting. Maybe I'll move teams. There's already now tension, not just tension between, between the person who's actually in, but the different leaders and how they're running their teams. They're, oh, then you've got team meditation. Then you've got team core skills. Then you've got team everyone who, like people who just follow GoPro, uh, GoPro and Eric Warren. And then you've got there. And it's just so, it's such a mess. So unity is the best way of creating community, which is therefore the best way of creating development and therefore the best way of creating growth and people wanting to stay, which is therefore the best way of creating protection, right? Now, it's not just protecting your business, it's protecting your energy. So once you've got the energy, how do you protect it? You make a list of things that give you energy and drain your energy. You make a list of people who t- give you energy and take your energy. And you stay away from the things that drain your energy. And you stay away from the people who take your energy. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, but, but Fraser, I have to play with my kids, which drains my energy. Some people get energy from it. Some people lose energy from it. I have to play with my kids. Otherwise, I'm not going to be a good parent, right? I would say that would you be a better parent if your energy is always high because your kids are going to be around that and they understand the power of energy? I'd probably say so. No, I'm not a parent yet, so it's hard for me to, to say, and I'm not going to teach things or talk about things that you know I haven't got experience in, for example, um, being a parent, right? So, uh, so again, and what happens? Oh, yeah, but I, I, you know, I, I've got to spend time with my wife, although she takes my energy. Then have other people, maybe, maybe not your wife. That's a bad example. Your sister, right, or your cousin. I spend loads of time with people I work with, and they just take my energy, but I can't do anything about it because it pays my bills and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Well, if you spend time with three people who take your energy, you need to be spending time with 12 people who give you energy. You know, like four or five times the number of people you need to be spending time with. What about your relationship, right? You've built this amazing relationship. You need to protect it. But most people can't be bothered protecting it and they just and it, and they just end up not committing to it. So like, what were the things you were doing in the beginning of the relationship that made you so happy? Why not try doing them now, right? What was the goal with this relationship in the beginning? Well, why not do more of what that goal was, right? What are the things that make you happy when you're together? Well, why not do more of that? I know, right? I'm just going to be completely open and transparent with you. I know that when I shop, when I go shopping with Svetlana, I really, really, really do not like it. And that's not like something that's not not like being like, you know, oh, I hate shopping. Like, I I just don't enjoy it. Why? I'll just tell you guys. And for those of you who, who are the men out there, you'll relate to this. For the women out there, you'll... Maybe you can appreciate and understand my point of view. But when I go shopping, I have a very, very clear picture in my head of what I need to buy. And therefore, I have a very clear picture of how many stores I need to go into, right? And therefore, I know that it will probably take me one or two hours for the whole day. However, Svetlana and other women I've been shopping with over the years before I met Svetlana... It's different. It's an experience. It's a day out. If I ask my mum what's her ideal day or what would her like, perfect birthday be, she'd probably say, you know, uh, her, my brother, me, our partners, and my dad all go shopping together with no guilt on what she can buy. Stop for lunch, stop for coffee, and have a really good fun day out. Maybe have some dinner before we come home. Like, that's her, like, it's, it's a day out. Whereas for me, it's just like, I just need to go to the shops to grab something. 
So going to the shops it, with Satlana, it's different, right? Because it's like, hey, I need to go try this on. I'm like, do you not know your size? She's like, well, I need to make sure it fits. I'm like, I'm a large t-shirt. I'll just pick it up, get a large, won't even try it on, buy it, right? It, it's just it's just very, very different. So then I'm sat there and I'm staring at walls and then she gets tries her stuff on and she says, what do you think of this one? I'm like, oh yeah, that's really, really good. What about this one? That's amazing. And then she won't buy anything. I'll be like, they were great. She's like, yeah, but I'm just not too sure. And then I'm thinking, why even ask me? Why even ask me for my opinion? So I just, I, now here's the thing. Do I go shopping with Svetlana? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Why? Because I know she loves it, right? And that's part of protect, protecting the relationship. On other days when I know maybe I'm not in the best of moods, I might say, listen, I'll take you there. Uh, maybe you can go with your mom. I'll pick you up later. Like, I just uh, today is just not one of those days, right? Because I understand that. And I, again, like another thing, I absolutely love playing golf. Svetlana never played golf before. She could have quite easily said, yeah, golf's not for me. But instead, she knew that I loved it so much, she decided to learn. And guess what? Because she just knows that I love it when she plays golf, she's starting to fall in love with the sport as well. And now she's saying to me, Fraser, can we go play golf today? And that just makes me so happy. So we're on this path where we're, we're diff we're, we've got different likes and interests, but I understand protection is... Not, not only this, but it really helps when your energy moves in the same direction. And for me, it's been understanding what she likes, understanding what I like, understanding what we both don't like, and trying to do more of the things that we like and less of the things that we don't like, right? And if the things that if there's something that I like and she doesn't like, I'll do it on my own, and she'll she'll just whatever she wants on her own, right? And I think again, health, wellness. You've when you've built that health, how are you going to protect it? Like for me. I find it really difficult to eat clean and go to the gym. I don't eat unhealthy. So like, and again, this is a bit of an interesting episode and I hope you guys are getting value from it. Please do let me know if you kind of get value from these, like, I don't know, deeper insights into how I live my life. Um, so maybe maybe I can do more of them. The, the best way to let me know is just take a screenshot of what's on your device right now, post it onto your Instagram stories, uh, you know, tag me at Fraser Brooks online. I will then message you back because you've tagged me in a story. I really do appreciate that. And then if you just got a comment, like maybe you want to say like, this is really cool. I love this episode. This is awesome. Um, I'd, I'd massively appreciate that. So so yeah, like with your help. So I, I'm not unhealthy. So for me, like I, I kind of, I'm just, I'm normal, I fast just like normally. That's just what I do. I don't eat breakfast that much. So I kind of like, I, I kind of, you know, finish eating at 10, don't have like something to eat till like maybe 11 or 12. So, I, you know, I have like a, 13, 14 hour kind of fast, like normally. I drink a lot of water, uh, a lot of green tea. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat gluten. I don't eat cow milk. Uh, you know, I, I don't really eat sweets. Chocolate from time to time, like it has to be dark chocolate, otherwise it's done obviously milk. Um, you know, uh, biscuits are the enemy, crisps, popcorn are the enemy. But then I, I don't eat very many fruit and vegetables, right? Uh, but I don't eat like, unhealthy stuff I just don't eat very much very healthy so when I go to the gym I start eating healthier but I know that at the end of 90 days if I've not got to the stage where I love it and I enjoy it I won't keep doing it and it's been amazing since last episode episode 192 I think it was episode 190 yeah 191 it was when I was talking about um getting 10 layers of accountability and I was talking about my fitness goals so many of you guys who've been in the fitness space for years and years and years have said figure out what you love to do in the gym or figure out what your limit is that you actually love doing um which has been such great advice because I've never thought of it that way 
I thought about it in my relationship and in my businesses, like I need to do the things that I actually love doing. You know, you build the business and then protect it, you need to be leadership development, but also you need to be doing the activities that you love doing, right? Because otherwise you're gonna get burnt out. And it's so crazy to me. I know so many people who have lasted three years and quit, seven years and quit, but people who have lasted more than 10 years, like they just don't seem to quit. And I think it's because they fell in love with the things that they love about the business. Whereas people who are three years, they built it once and then it crashes and they quit. People who have been in for seven years, they built it once, they've rebuilt it. And then the people who were leaders originally maybe quit and it's just hurt them. And they're just gone, you know what? Like I, I've been working at this. I'm never gonna get to 20 grand a month, never gonna get to 50 grand a month. And it's never gonna work for me. And they just resent the kind of business and the idea that their dream isn't gonna come true. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, that's for a different conversation. So. So yeah, so build your health, protect it, like figure out the things that you love. Mindset, you build this mindset by all this personal development. How are you protecting it? Protecting it from the news, protecting it from negativity, protecting it from you know the bad stuff out there. Like all the things that you can think of that you can build and then protect. The third step though, the third step is always being the, the fun one, right? And before I talk about the, the third one, again, like talking about the castle, build your home right? Buy your home and then protect the home. Protecting the home could be paying off the mortgage, paying off the mortgage faster, you know, Um, figuring out ways how you could turn that house from a liability into an asset. Because if it doesn't pay you, then hmm, it's a liability as Rich Dad Poor Dad says. So things that you could do, you could run retreats at the home, Yes, maybe it's a private space and that's where your kids are and stuff, but maybe you could have two days where you get three, four, five of your people into your home and you're in the back garden. Maybe you're doing a barbecue in the summer. Maybe you're doing a you know, a Christmas party at your house, right? Whatever it might be. Now the house is starting to, you, the mindset is, this, this house is an asset. Why? Because everyone who comes to the house is gonna get inspired. Oh, I'd love to live in a house like this. Or that was really nice going to my leader's house. It felt really welcoming. My, mine, and my, mine and my dad's business was all built on the father and son relationship. Like it was the dad. So think about it this way. How many people called it a scam? Not many. How many, how many dads would get their kids involved in a scam if they knew it to be a scam? Not many, right? Maybe the odd one or two, but not many. People came to our home for barbecues. People came to our home for presentations, for trainings, for boiler room days, for blitz days, for leadership development days. So much so much so that people could draw the floor plans of our home, right? Leaders stayed in the spare rooms. Leaders and their families stayed in our homes. And it really was part of the reason why we built this really solid family base uh, in the organization. Okay, the third step is to fill the castle. Now, this is a harder one to explain in different models, but for us, it's buy the dream home or buy the home. Like right now, we, 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 right now we're very, very blessed. I'm in my office right now and I'm overlooking Dubai Marina, which is one of the hot spots in Dubai. Uh, I can see JBR Beach. I can see the Blue Water Islands where the, the biggest Ferris wheel in the world is. I can see the, the highest infinity pool in the world as well. I'm next to a tower called Cayenne Tower, which is a twisty tower, which is super, super cool. I can see the palm. Like, it's just amazing. 47th floor, it's super, super good. The, the view is incredible, right? We've got, we've got the castle. We protect the castle. How? Investing. 
how do we turn this castle into an, uh, into an investment? Well, right now, I'm in the second bedroom of the house and it's turned into a studio. This is where I do my lives from, my content creation from, my YouTube videos from, my podcasts from. I do almost everything work-wise from here. I think the house has paid for itself, right? From, from protecting it. And then the last thing is fill the castle. So once you've got the castle, you've protected it, then you can fill it. Now with the castle example, it's fill it with the handbags, the watches, the cars, the clothes, the toys, the gadgets, the things that you don't need in life to be happy, but the things that when you buy them and you have them and you wear them, it makes you happy. Now this might be a little bit contradictory of my my style, because a lot of you guys who have followed me over the years, you know that you know I kind of wear pajamas and shorts and I'll wear a t-shirt for three days in a row it might even have a moth hole in it but I'm not really bothered I don't really wear the watches I don't have the fancy shoes I don't have you know a thousand dollar suit I don't have like you know a flash car I hadn't had a car for nine years like me and Svetlana we're, we're frugal in in a way right with that stuff we're not frugal when it comes to like living lifestyle we we enjoy ourselves so that's what we enjoy ourselves with but now that we've got the castle and we've protect the ca- protected the castle through the business and through investments for, so that if the business was to, if we decided that we didn't want to build a business anymore, which would just be weird, but just say that happened through different things, different circumstances, then the investments would very much protect the castle and beyond and the castles of our family, right? That's taken years and years and years to develop. But now it's getting to the stage where it's like we go shopping. And just out of interest, we'll go to the places because we have friends who, you know, with the average of the five people you spend time with and those those people have the Gucci handbags and the Louis Vuitton suitcases and the shoes with the red bottom soles. And, you know, I'm friends with Jessie Lee, right? So she every time I see her, she's head to toe in, 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 in branded gear. And, you know, and Eric Warre is always looking super smart and fresh, um, you know, like, it's important it's, it's it's difficult to stay away from those stores we go in we check the price and we're like you know what we can afford this it's crazy and i'm holding on to my credit card for like dear life but we buy it svetlana's over the moon now that's not what makes her like happy long term but it gives her some satisfaction some grat- gratification people call it right um but i believe a lot of people get it in the wrong in the different order they fill a castle that they don't own and then they never get to the situation where they can get the castle and then protecting it is never even a thought that crosses their mind. They don't need to. Living day to day. I'm living paycheck paycheck to pay, paycheck. You know, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of living my life how it is, right? And when it comes to your business, you can start getting the nice car, the nicer house the Gucci's and all that, once you feel that you've protected the business that you've got. And I'm telling you this from experience, not just my own experience with what's happened, but people I've been around, my family, people who have been in their organizations, people who have been in other organizations, where, because network marketing is such a dream-based lifestyle, because network marketing is such a dream-based you know, business, as soon as you feel that you can afford to get it, let's say you've, you've got a dream of getting a $10,000 watch and you get a $10,000 bonus, the number of people who will then buy the watch with that bonus is scary. And you know what? I think part of it is because we live in a, we live in a world now where if you have that nice watch, people will take you more seriously. 
If you drive a nice car, people will listen to what you've got to say. If you t- if you pull up in a nice house, people will really pay attention. The nice cars are now getting more attention than the nice houses because people kind of look at that car and they're like, wow, dream car, right? And you can rent one for $1,000 for a day or whatever. With a house, it's maybe a little bit more, so not as many people have the nicer houses, right? And a lot of people live in apartments and it's kind of hard to go, wow, nice apartment, than it is a house. So it's getting into a bit of a, a bit of a, yeah, I get your point, but. And my point is, but if you don't build the business, like that car is not going to be yours. And if you're building a community, if you're building a culture of as soon as you get the money, just spend it on these things, I think you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get into a shock. Now, could you take a, p- a small portion of your income, five percent, and go splurge it? Yes. But if you're making $5,000 a month, 5% is $250. Why you got the Gucci trainers? They ain't $250. They're a lot more, right? So I, I think it's teaching and being aware of the levels in your business. And I think like the people who are making, you know, $100,000 a month or more, 5%, that could be 10% for them because they are putting more away on the investments and stuff. That's $10,000 a month that they could be spending on all these different crazy things. That's going to make you, that you're going to be dripping in all sorts of stuff, right? So that's the thing. Build the castle, protect the castle, fill the castle, okay? If you're buying all these crazy items before you've got the castle and you've protected the castle, I would think twice about what you're doing there. I just hope that this episode gives some insight into how we live our life and how it's enabled us to be successful uh, and super happy as well. Like, again, I'll kind of like recap here. We, 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 we build the castle, you buy the house or apartment, we've protected it, and now we're filling it with the items that we want. However, after seeing Eric Worre of, you know when he was in Dubai last and then obviously seeing him in Paris, he was like, what's the next thing? And I, didn't, I, I got comfortable. It's really, really weird what happened. So I was like, yeah, Eric, like, I don't really have a next thing. You know, he's like, really? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really... Nah, there's, uh, there's not really anything I want. I just want to be happy. I want to focus on health and uh, um, maybe starting a family soon. And he was like, okay, cool. And that was it. There was not no challenge, not, nothing really, just kind of a question. Then in Paris, um, I said to him, you know what? I was playing golf the other day and I saw a really nice villa, like a really nice villa. I went home and I saw the prices and I was shocked by how expensive it is. And it's obviously Dubai. And he said, well, isn't that the next thing? And since then, and obviously in Paris, I went on stage and I got super energized and excited. And I found the next thing, the next castle. Now, does that mean I'll sell this castle? No, because this castle's protecting itself. You can rent this castle, blah, 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 blah. But health, you build your health, you protect your health, and then you fill your life with the things that you're allowed to do with the health that you've now got, right? So if I, like, I'm at, I'm at say, I was, before I was at the stage where, running or even jogging or walking for a long time was painful firstly because i'm unfit secondly because i have arthritis in my big toes right so protect the build the castle is i'm going to get good shoes that i can walk with and i'm going to get fitter the next stage protect it is understand my limits of like you know if i can run how long can i run for and then fill it do more things that i can do now right relationship build the relationship right Protect the relationship by understanding the different things that you like and love and fill the relationship with so many memories. Now, that doesn't have to be in order, right? But you know, maybe making the memories is what builds the relationship. Okay, what about mindset? Build the mindset, protect the mindset, fill the mindset, 
How do you do this? You build the mindset, hanging around people, attending events, buying courses, buying books. You protect the mindset by staying away from the people who are trying to pull you down. And then you fill the mindset with different experiences. Maybe you can go on a Dr. Joe Dispenza mastermind retreat, meditation retreat thing that's going to cost thousands of dollars, but maybe that's going to fill your mindset. Maybe you're going to go on a high-level mastermind uh, and it's going to cost you five, ten thousand dollars or three thousand dollars with other like-minded individuals that's going to fill your mindset. Whatever it might be, just understand, is it the build phase, the protect phase, or the fill phase? The fill phase is the exciting one, but don't rush it, right? You've got plenty of time even if you don't think you do. You do, I know people say life is short, but you have got plenty of time if you do something every day. This is something I've come to realize in my life, that I feel that I have a, long, a lot of time left. You know, when I'm hanging around people like Eric Warre and my dad and then you know, other people who I know, I'm thinking, I feel like I have a substantial amount of time left to impact a lot of lives. But if I don't do something about it every day, I haven't. If I've got 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, or 100 years, who knows, right? If I've got a long time, but I'm not doing something every day, then in reality, I don't have as much, I don't have that much time. If I do something every week, like once a week, it's not that much. If I do something every day, it's a lot. 10 years is it's like, you know, time, times 365 is a lot. 10 years times 50 is, is not as much. Anyway. I hope you got value from this. Please let me know you, that you care about this sort of content by giving this a share and letting me know. I'd appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode as well coming up real soon. Guys, if you've made it this far, um, one thing I want to just pay, make you pay attention to, if you haven't yet joined our Telegram channel, make sure you join it because next week I have a huge announcement. Last year we did something that was the biggest thing that we did last year and by pop, it's back by popular demand and I'm super excited to let you know what it is next week. All right, I appreciate you. Big love, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.